Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Yat Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat, Avkuf, Lamed Aleph, Amud Aleph. About a third of the way down on the Amud. Uh, taking a look at Rabbi Yochanan's comment about Rabbi Eliezer's position in our, uh, in our his position on Brit Milah, that Machshire Milah, those things necessary in preparation for the Milah, or Doche Shabbat, does not apply, he did not apply it to all mitzvot. And what's the proof? The Yishtei Alechem that are brought on Shavuot are an obligation of the day. The only way that he learned <coughs> that the preparations for <coughs> excuse me for shtei alechem are done on Shabbat is from a gzera Shabbat. Tanya b'liezer omer minayim lemachshir shtei alechem shalchin ta Shabbat nemrahav va'am ba'omer v'nemrahav va'am b'shtei alechem. You see the psukim on the page. Va'vetemet omer reshitzer chemel akohen and that to bring in the shtei alechem. Uh, is also has the verb lahavi. What do we know about the Omer? We cut the Omer even on Friday night. Famous Sugyan Menachot. So therefore all the preparations for the Shteyalechem are also Dochel Shabbat. But, <coughs> he did not learn it from a general principle, but rather from a unique Gzera Shabbat about Shteyalechem. And now our comment is Mufne. It must be that the Gzera Shabbat is Mufne, meaning that it is um, fully superfluous. The phrase is, Because if it weren't, then you could challenge the the inference from the Omer, because in the case of the Omer, if you found the Omer already cut, you still, you, you still have, have to cut it, <coughs> because the mitzvah is... To cut the Omer. But if you already found wheat cut, you make Shtei Alechem, you don't have to cut more wheat. So therefore, it must be that the Gzera Shavai is unassailable from such a question because it's Mufne. And the answer is Lai, Afrui Mufne. Indeed, it is Mufne. Mufne being superfluous. So, it should be Miyom Haviachem Lamali. Why does the text then refer in the Mitzvah of Sfirat HaOmer, Miyom Haviachem? It's there to be extra to create the Gzera Shavat. Vakati Mufne Mitzadachanu. But it's only Mufne Mitzadachan, meaning only on the Omer side is the word Hava extra. Rebeliezer's of the opinion that when something is mufna only on one side, meaning in one of the two instances the word is superfluous but not the other, you can use it as a gzera but you could also defeat it by demonstrating a significant difference between the two cases. The answer is taviyu ribu yehu. The fact that it says taviyu in the case of of the shteyalechem is an extra word to create a sense of superfluity and therefore to create this very strong zera shavah. Now, limutemai, what is it that Rabbi Yochanan was trying to exclude when he said that Rabbi Eliezer did not extend machshirei mitzvah to all things being docha shabbat? So there are four four things that we're going to deal with. <clears throat> they are lulav, sukkah, matzah, and shofar. If you think he's excluding lulav, 
the Rebbe Lezer. Lezer says all preparations for lulav, including cutting the branch off the tree, are doche Shabbat. Elim lute sukkah must be sukkah. Matan sukkah machshiri adoche nata Shabbat. Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer again says machshiri sukkah doche Shabbat. Velim lute matzah. Must be matzah. Ava tanya matzah v'chol machshir adochin shavat of Again, Rebbe Liazor's explicit opinion is machshir matzah are done on Shabbat. Melimutei shofar. Va tanya shofar v'chol machshir av dochin et Shabbat. Then machshir shofar, like cutting it off the animal, can be done on Shabbat. The very Rebbe Yeliezer. So he says that what was Rabbi Yochanan mentioning, he means that to uh, tie tzitzit onto your beged on Shabbat, or to put a mezuzah on your petach, those are not toche Shabbat. That Rabbi Yezer agrees with Rabbi Yeshua that if you tied tzitzit onto your talit or you put a mezuzah on, you're chayav for Malachat Shabbat. My time, Rabbi Yosef, in kavu alehem zman. Says because these things don't have a set time. Rav Yosef seems to be saying since you could fulfill them also tomorrow, therefore they're not toche Shabbat. Unlike lulav, sukkah, matzah, and shofar, which have to be done that day. Amalei Abaye, Abaye turns Rav Yosef is Adaraba. Midayin kavu alehem zman. Since they don't have a set time, kol shata v'shata zimnehu. That means every moment is their zman. And if we have to do it right away, rather he said, since you could disown your garments and not be chayav and tzitzit, or disown your home and not be chayav mezuzah, therefore um, you, the obligation to do these things is not as compelling as matzah shofar sukkah lulav that you are obligated to do. Uh, the differences between a mitzvah kiyumit and a mitzvah chiyuvit, where I have an absolute obligation to do something like shofar, as opposed to mitzvah kiyumit, where if I have the proper kind of garment, I'm obligated to put tzitzit on it. Okay, now let's unpack all four of these. Amar Mar. Lulav How does know that lulav, shabbat? If he got them from the Omer and Shtehalachem, which we've already seen, you can't prove it from there. They belong to the Mikdash. You take it on Shabbat. If that's just for picking up a Lulav, we don't need a Pasuk to tell me I can pick something up on Shabbat. It must be to be able to prepare the Mitzvah. Rabbanan, what do they do with that? They oppose and say, To tell me that Lulav is only during the day and not at night. Rabbi has to agree with that. Where does he get it from? From the end of the Pasuk, Days and not nights. The fact that the Torah says, <coughs> that you take the lulav and celebrate for seven days. Seven days sounds an awful lot like sukkah. And it's the same seven days. In the case of sukkah, the seven days means days and nights. So therefore, might tell me days and nights. So and therefore I need by yom to tell me only by day. And now we'll see a question that we're going to see in every one of these passages, which is, why didn't the Torah just give me the principle of Machshirei Mitzvah Dochin Shabbat in the case of Lulav? 
and I learned everything else from them. Lulav is special. It needs three other species to make it work. And therefore, I would think it's a special chumrah, and therefore has so many machshirim involved that that's Doche Shabbat. I can't apply it to others. Okay. Next. Which is source. Like we already saw. As we already saw. The fact is, we do what we just a minute ago considered, which is the fact that Sukkah is seven days, and Lulav is seven days, so we know it's not the same seven days, because Lulav is only day, and Sukkah is day and night. So So just like Lulav, the seven days, the, the connection, so Lulav is something that's Tochet Shabbat, so preparations for Sukkah is Doche Shabbat. And again, So why didn't the Torah just say it in the case of Sukkah and learn all the others from there? Sukkah is special because it applies for 168 hours, 24 times 7. And uh, that's unlike any of the other mitzvot that only apply during the day, or in the case of Matzah, only at night. That's the next one, Rabbi Lazar. Again, where do you get it from? So now every one of the chumrot of the earlier things now becomes a reason that that they couldn't be the source for the next one, in this case, Matzah. The very famous of the 15th of Nisan, the 15th of Tishrei. Uh, connects matzah to sukkah. Malan machshira dochin shabbat v'kam machshira dochin tashabbat. And v'lichto v'achmona matzah v'neitu hanak v'lig mormine. Why didn't the Torah just give us this principle with matzah? Matzah, unlike the other mitzvot, has another chumrah, which is it applies to women equally with men. So now shofar v'chom machshira dochin tashabbat v'rabelazer v'nala rabelazer ha same. So all the chumrot now become reasons that each one of those could not have been the source for shofar. The Torah calls Rosh Hashanah Yom Truah. By Yom Bafilu B'Shabbat, you do it on Shabbat. Now, Ulamai, what's it? What is the Torah permitting when it says you do Yom Truah on Shabbat? If it's for the blasting, Pasuk that prohibits work on Shabbat. What two things are famously excluded? Blasting the shofar and taking bread out of the oven, which are not a malacha. So therefore there is no isur and tki on Shabbat. It must be the Torah permitting the machshirin. For Rabbanan, ahumi ba'ilei be'yom v'lo b'layla. The Rabbanan say, Yom Trua is Yom and not Layla. For Rabbi Eliezer, be'yom v'lo b'layla minalei. Where does he get that from? Nafkalei mi be'yom ha'kippurim t'avir shavar v'chol ha'rtzachem. The avtipus of, uh, so the arch- archetype of uh, shofar is the shofar of Yovel on Yom Kippur. And it says, be'yom ha'kippurim. As we know from the sugya and Roshan towards the end, all the tekiot are learned from each other, from Zichon Trua, Yom Trua, and Yom HaKippurim. <coughs> so we, we already know that it is Bayom. So what's the Chumrah of Shofar that doesn't allow us to use it as the model? 
You couldn't learn it from Shofar It has this metaphysical, spiritual quality that no other mitzvah has of bringing our memories in front of God. You couldn't learn it from the Shofar of Yovel. Everybody goes free with the Shofar, and therefore... The shofar of Yovel also has a very compelling power that cannot be applied to others. All right, now that's our Mishnah. Do you remember Eliezer? Now the Rebbe Where did Rebbe get that from? Imi kulu gamar So now the editor makes it easy for us. Says you can't learn from any of the others because all the others have their unique chumrot. Plus, all the other ones, we could understand why you would do them on Shabbat, <coughs> and their necessary preparations, because if you didn't shake Lulav on the first day, you missed it. If you didn't matzah the first night, you missed it. But Mila, you could do the next day. What is it the Torah is permitting when it says, on the eighth day, do Mila? I feel it was Shabbat. So, so that means even machshirim. So what's the unique thing of milah that makes it impossible to use that as the model for all the others? There are 13 times the word brit appears in Breshit Yodzayin where God gives Avraham the mitzvah of milah. Notice that the only disagreement here is about preparations like bringing the knife or making a fire. Everybody agrees that you do Brit Milah on Shabbat. Of course, the proviso is that the baby is eight days old and not older than that. <coughs> now, what's the source for that? So, today we have a challenge. Watch this. How do we know that you save a life on Shabbat and you violate Shabbat to do so? Think about this. Brit Milah is one limb, one part of a body. And nonetheless, you're Shabbat to save it, as it were. Certainly, saving your life. But if you think that the fact that you do Brit Milah on Shabbat is Halacha, Moshe Sinai, we do not build a Kavachomer off of a Halacha. Kavachomer can be off of a Pasuk or off of a, uh, a, uh, an explicit Halacha or something that's inferred, but not from Halacha to Moshe Messinai. Uh, the, the whole sugya about that in, uh, Dafnun Betin's Vachim. Now, Vatani, here's the proof. Amalo Rabbalazar ben Azariah to Rabbi Akiva. Akiva, etzim kisar halacha. The fact that a bone of a person, even as small as a barley corn, is metameh, or vi'itam, is a kalvachomer from that. And therefore, you cannot uh, uh, apply your kalvachomer to say that a nazir loses his nazirut if he comes in contact with vi'itam. So you see, you can't build a kalvachomer after halacha. So therefore, milah itself on Shabbat cannot be halacha, it must be something else. Because Brit Milah is an oat, a sign between man and God, and Shabbat is an oat. Okay? So you should not only put on tefillin, but make tefillin on Shabbat and tie them, uh, perhaps even write them, because they also called an oat. So that doesn't work. Milah is a brit, and Shabbat is a brit. So Gadol, Lidchi Shabbat. 
So remember, it only says breach in the context of a gadol, that's in Breshit Yudzayin. But, not in case of a, of a katan. And by the way, that would mean that somebody who's well over eight days would have a brit on Shabbat. And that would also mean that an eight-day-old would not have it, because uh, brit is only said about a gadol, but not said about a, an eight-day-old. Ela'atya dorot dorot. Alright, because briti uh, dorotam, of course, in the context of Shabbat, and also in the context of Milah. So making tzitzit should be doch Shabbat. Ah, we're looking at all three of them. You have all three of them in Milam, and you have all three of them in Shabbat. As opposed to all these other ones that have one of the words, but not all three. <coughs> so that's the second source. The first source was Halakha, that didn't work. The second source is Ot Brit and Dorot. Rabbi Yochan Amar, Amar Kram, Bayom. The Torah says, Bayom HaShmini, means Bayom HaFilu B'Shabbat. Amar Le Rishlakish to Rabbi Yochan, Elam Yata Mechusra Kapar, Ertibahu Bayom, Chram Edachu Shabbat. So that means if Azav's eighth day is Shabbat, he should be able to bring his Korban on Shabbat, which he can't, because it's Bayom HaShmini. So, Ahumi Bayle, Bayom Volo Balayla. No, that Bayom is to say you can't do it at night. Hainan Bayle, Bayom Volo Balayla. So, Bayom for Brit Milah is also to say day and not night. How we ben shmonat yamim nafka? That we have another pasuk ben shmonat yamim during during the day. Hanam biyom tzavotol nafka. The famous pasuk at the end of Parak Zion of of uh, Vayikra that tells us that uh, the commands of the korbanot were all during the day. So we already know korbanot are during the day. So biyom shmini must be there to tell us afilu Shabbat. Afagav de nafka biyom tzavotol itzterichal. The answer is that the pasuk at the end of Parak Zion is not enough. The Torah was lenient about Mechusar Kapara to allow them, if they were poor, to bring a poor korban, like a Mitzorah, etc. So so maybe the Torah will be lenient and let you bring it at night. So Kamash therefore we need Bayom to tell us it's only during the day. But Bayom of Milah tells us that it is even on Shabbat. If you think that the Torah is lenient about Mechusar Kapara because of the allowance for poverty, then it should be that a non Kohen could do it, or somebody who's an Avel on the day of death uh, <coughs> of a close relative uh, could do the Avodakrit Itam. So the answer is a Hadrikra. The fact that the Torah put by word by Yom put the korban of a machusar kapara back into the regular system means now the entire regular system works only a kohen, not an onen, etc. Rachabi Yaakov Amar, he had a different take. Amar krash shmini. Bayom shmini, mini shmini, afilu b'shabbat. Even if the eighth day is Shabbat, whenever the eighth day is. So hai shmini, bayle limute shvi'i. No, we need shmini to tell us that you can't do it early. Shvi'i, we bench one at yamim nafka. We have another pasuk, eight days old. Rakata bayle, chad limute shvi'i, chad limute shvi'i. Meaning, one pasuk is tell, tell, there to tell me, I don't do it before the eighth day. The other is, I don't delay it after the eighth day. And also to tell me that I do not do an, a ninth day on Shabbat. Because if I only had one pasuk, I'd say, that's telling me that I can't do a seven-day-old on Shabbat because he hasn't yet reached his time. I would think that if it's a nine or ten or eleven-day-old kid, I'd do it on Shabbat because he'd already reached his time. And therefore... Uh, I need both 
ביום השמיני אין שמונת ימים תדלניאט that it's only the eighth day we support Rabbi Yochanan who says it's ביום אפילו בשבת ok we'll pause this point we'll pick up the discussion in the next podcast in time we should have a wonderful day